0: Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm your host, Del Wamsley. and As always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I'm going to work with you on a concept that um, has been rolling around the back of my mind for a couple days now. And uh, it it started a few weeks back when I decided that I was going to take back up the project of uh, completing my railroad layout for my trains and so forth. And um, what I've found out was when I started back up on this thing, I had quit because I'd run into a a roadblock that I just could not figure out how to overcome. And when I came back to it with a fresh set of eyes and looked at it and went back to the same educational materials that I had purchased before to learn how to do this stuff, I was starting to see things that I'd never seen before. And the basic thing that I was seeing was that my base approach to the whole thing was wrong. And I made some very, very big ongoing mistakes, multiples of such, that I just couldn't have foreseen. And I think whenever anybody's not successful in life, right, it's because they're starting out with the wrong impression of what works and what doesn't. You can do a whole lot of what doesn't work and it still won't work. You can do it faster. You can do it harder. You can do it better. But it still won't work. So I'm gonna introduce you today to a couple of concepts that have been rattling around in my head. I've been speaking about them for years, but they're really rattling around in my head lately. And that is number one, how you see the problem is the problem. So you have an approach, you have a, a point of view about what it is you're up against. And if you have that point of view to be wrong, then no matter what your conclusions are to how to fix that, those conclusions are going to be wrong also. The next statement is you can't solve the problem at the same level of thinking the problem was created at. So if your base knowledge is what created the problem, you, you can't fix that problem until you go back and change the base knowledge. Now, today's show is going to be about all these different levels of base knowledge, right? Because there are a lot of them. But what I'm willing to be quite clear about up front is that if you start out with the wrong premise, your base level premise is going to dictate how high you can build your success in whatever topic it is you want to take on, whether it be fitness or finances or family or health, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish in life. Think about it this way. Trying to build a very, very tall building on a very weak foundation. At some point, you can't go any higher. It's going to topple over. You have to think about the foundational ideas before you can work on the pinnacle ideas and later on today we're going to talk about personalities and issues with personalities some people are just pinnacle that all they can think about is cherry on top they have no basis and will not work on the base other people will produce a base that's very solid and then say i don't need to go any higher i'm fine just where i'm at i don't need more success i don't need more fitness i don't need more health These theories all come back down to this really base theory that I have, is that you can't solve the problem at the same level of thinking the problem's created at. Have you ever spoke to someone before? And you're listening to their story, and they're telling you what's going on, they're telling you what's going wrong with their life, and as they tell you the story of their life, in your mind, you're going, they don't get it. Their life is a shambles because of them. They have no money, not because the world created a no money situation for them, not because the world made these bad decisions for them, but because they made bad decisions all along the way. And the bad decisions were based on a base bad belief. And you just sit there and go, there's no way to even help this person. No matter what I say to them, it's going to be wrong because they don't see the world in the same light. And so, let's start with one. Let's start with my pet peeve since I was four, four years old. When I was a little kid, I was fat, very fat. And I was told, you need to exercise, you need to eat healthy. I was told that you, know, you have your genetics and someday you'll just grow out of it. Um, in other words, I was fat. And my belief systems about how life worked out kept me fat. No matter how much I exercised, no matter who I hang out with, no matter what kind of a diet I try to go on, I was fat. Now, you start to believe after a while that genetically you can't beat it. Because my base assumption is all wrong. It is not only genetic. And it's not exercise. It's 99% diet. Now, you give me a fat person, and by the way, I'm gonna go over this. I've been really fat, and I know how it feels. There is no way, there is no way that people in our society are living the way they're living and, and they're being happy about it. You look at whole families, the entire family, little kids are 200 pounds in fourth grade. Parents are 300 pounds the whole family and they don't believe there's anything wrong with it guys when I grew up men in high school weighed about 150 pounds I was a big kid I weighed about 185 to 200 I was one of the biggest kids in the in high school uh, nowadays they're much bigger than that I know because we've been feeding them steroids ever since they were babies but beyond that point every man I know is about 50 pounds overweight By the time you get to be an adult and you've got that pot belly, you're 50 pounds overweight. Absolutely. Now, women, it's even worse for you because when you were in high school, you weighed somewhere between 95 and 105, and now you're 200. Women are 50 to 100 pounds overweight. Men are 50 to 100 pounds overweight. And what I want you to do is I want you to go to the gym, pick up a 45-pound plate. It's the largest plate you can put on the weights and pick that up and carry it around with you for an hour or two. Everywhere you go, when you sit down, put it on your legs, when you stand up, carry it with you. Now think of two of those. Pick up two of those and try to do that and carry it around. And you will realize very quickly why you're miserable. You are miserable because you're fat and it makes your joints hurt, your back hurt, it makes your blood sugar bad, it makes your blood pressure bad, it makes your cholesterol bad everything you have in your body is being distorted and destroyed because you're 50 to 100 pounds overweight. And you say, Dell, why are you get off on this? Because it's something so simple to fix. And yet, 80% of our society is fat. It's just bizarre. Now, because I know it's easy to fix, because I know how to fix it, in my mind, it's ridiculous to allow yourself to get fat. But in their minds the base assumption somewhere says it's okay to be fat. It's not a problem being fat. It's not hurting my health to be fat. It's not making me tired. It's not giving me less enjoyment in life. I'm not having a better sex life or a better relationship with my family members because I'm fat. None of that matters. The base theory behind being fat is not there it's gone the understanding and acceptance of that is gone now i don't care who you are you tell me you're fat you can't lose weight i'll tell you you're a liar if i put you in a camp and i've dreamed of doing this i wanted to do this kind of kind of sick i think but i've had these thoughts my whole life of what it would be like to take a couple fat people and take them to some place like a camp and lock them up where they can't eat exercise them during the day take them on hikes nature hikes walk them around, get them in shape, and not let them eat. It's just like the Fat Greatest Loser type thing, except the, you know, you're know you not competing, you're just simply doing it until they get all the way back down to perfect health. And have those before and after pictures. Because I know that if you took the fastest person you know with the worst metabolism, you put them in a camp, no time at all, that person would be skinny again. The problem is, folks, you eat too much food. You eat like you're a 400 pound horse. <laughs> you don't eat a normal human being. A woman doesn't need more than 1,000 calories a day. A guy doesn't need more than 1,500 to 1,800 calories a day. Yet we eat four or 5,000 calories a day. That's why we're fat. Now, this isn't a seminar on how not to be fat. This is a seminar on the basics that everything you do in life, you're starting with some base premise. And if that base premise is wrong, then you cannot succeed in that area of your life. There's no way you can because the base premise is going to create the limiters, the limitations that will eventually make you fail at whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Now, the interesting thing I found out was when I did this train thing and I saw there's four or five different things I did wrong, I realized I had to dismantle the entire train setup. I had to start all over. I had to sell back my trains and buy different trains, sell back my track and buy a different track undo my benches that i built this beautiful layout take it all apart and start over it took as much effort to go back as it did to get there and now i have to start the process of starting all over again that's what you're doing in your life my friends that's exactly what you're doing is that you're looking at your life at 60 years of age you're looking back at 50 or at 40 and saying i'm at the edge of the cliff i did it wrong now there's nowhere to go but down or back. We'll be right back. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show.
1: The number one question real estate investors have is, should I buy it? With the best available data on comparable sales and rents in your marketplace, Lifestyles Discovery allows you to quickly and easily estimate capital gains and monthly
0: cash flow. Go to gettingthebestdeals.com to sign up for the free online class, How to Get the Best Investment Properties, and learn to identify the very best deals to add to your portfolio. That's gettingthebestdeals.com. Welcome back to Lifestyles, a limited real estate investor radio show. Today we're talking about how your base theories in life have to be correct or you're not going to be able to accomplish your goal no matter how hard you work, no matter how fast you work, no matter how many times you try to do it. It's going to continue to fail. So we talked about, you know, fitness and how diet is the secret to losing weight. And if you watch your diet, you're going to be fit for the rest of your life. But if you have any other theory that there's any other way, pills you can take, uh, you know, medications you can take, um, super special diets, you know. No, you have to eat the right amount of food the right number of calories, the right types of calories, and you'll stay fit. But that's just the base assumption being wrong on everybody else's accomplishment to try to accomplish that kind of fitness. Let's go on. Let's talk about finances. What base assumptions do you have about finances? Let's start out with the very basic one you had from the beginning of your life. You believe and have been told to have a lot of money, you have to have a good job. To get a good job, you need to get a college education. Well, that's just not the case. That is not the case at all. I don't have a college education, and I've never had a good job. So the assumption from the very beginning has got you trapped at trying to accomplish something that can't be accomplished with the way you're trying to accomplish it. You believe that getting up and going to work every day is going to solve your problem. You're going to believe that right until you retire at 70 years of age, you're going to work the rest of your life because you're not going to be able to get rich doing work. You have to do something differently. But you believe that it all has to do with work. And when you have this base assumption, you think about it. Does college education really make you wealthy? Well, back when I was a kid, they had statistics that said if you, make, if you go to this amount of school, you'll get this amount of money. If you uh, can earn this amount of money over a lifetime, and if you go to this level of school, you earn this. And all of those basic statistics, whether they were true or not at the time, the theory, the assumption behind them was false. Because the assumption is that financial success comes from having a job. And the job comes from having an education. And that isn't what makes people rich. Another assumption, basic assumption I've had my whole life is that I can live on half of whatever I earn. And the secret to that is not caring what I live on today. In other words, when you start out as a kid, you don't pay for anything. So when you get your first job, I know you want to run out and buy a car, you wanna run out and buy a computer, you wanna run out and spend money. But the truth of the matter is, whatever it is you earn, half of it's more than what you had last year. Now each year you're going to earn more money, which means each year your standard of living is gonna go up. And when I made thirty thousand a year, I lived on fifteen. When I made forty, I lived on twenty. When I got to fifty, I lived on twenty five. When I got to seventy, I lived on thirty five. When I got to a hundred, I lived on fifty. When I got to two hundred, I lived on a hundred. But I found that I never really needed to live on more than a hundred thousand dollars a year. And so, at the time when I'm making two hundred, I'm saving a hundred. The following year, I made more. I made three hundred, but I still lived on hundred, so now I'm saving two hundred. And it continued to do that to where I started making so much money and was living on such a small percentage of it that I got rich. That's the secret: produce more income and save more money, that's your secret. Take the more money and produce more income with it, reinvest it and grow exponentially and financially for the rest of your life and every year should be better than the year before because you have more money to invest. So you're going to continue to elevate your financial position and you're going to continue to elevate the status at which you allow yourself to live but you're never going to impair the ability to grow Now, that's a base theory that I've had since I was a kid. And all the people that had things I didn't have when I was younger, because I wouldn't spend my money, now look up to me and go, boy, I wish I would have had that base belief, I guess. I'd love to be a multimillionaire. but You'd love to be, but you wouldn't do what it takes to be, and you wouldn't believe what it takes to believe. Your belief system was flawed. Your parents' belief system was flawed. Look around yourself and ask yourself this question as you drive and listen to this podcast or whatever. Who around you is a multimillionaire? Now, lifestyles, we all know a ton of them because we all think the same way. But who around you has really become a multimillionaire, financially free individual? And you're going to figure out you can count those people in your whole lifetime on one hand. And because of that, you don't have the right belief system. Because you're not around the right belief system. That's why you need to get over here to Lifestyles. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back with Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show.
1: You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com
0: 5,000 limited real estate investor radio show. Today, we're talking about the basic concept that if you start with the wrong premise in the beginning, you're going to have very little success when you get to the end of the project. And the fact that when you make this mistake of the wrong basic understanding or premise to begin with, uh, when you pick the wrong map, this is the way Cubby talks about it in his book, uh, when you get to the end of that trail, you look back and the really sad part about it is that you've already taken this journey. That's the really sad part about all this. You've already taken the journey. You know, you're sitting here at 40 or 50 or 60 years of age and you're evaluating your retirement plan. And it was wrong. It didn't work. It's not working now, nor will it ever work. And like I said before we went to break, you're standing here at the edge of this cliff. You're going, this leads to disaster if I keep going this way, I'm gonna fall off this cliff. So what do I do? Do I just go ahead and do it? Do I jump and keep doing the same thing and end up in disaster? Or do I turn around and go back? Now, turning around and going back is effort in itself, undoing all the stupid things you've done in life. Let's start with one basic premise that I came up with. Uh, after I lost a lot of money in the early ages, of stock markets, financial planners, uh, all different kinds of things you can invest in. I believed in diversification, so I had, you know, every kind of investment you can come up with. Oil, gas, stocks, bonds, um, limited partnership deals. And I I got wiped out of almost every one of them. And then I came to this very big premise. I don't need other people to lose my money for me. That's a negative approach to the statement, but it's the way I thought about it. I don't need to pay someone else to lose my money. I can invest my money. I can own my own assets, my own businesses, my own companies, and do a heck of a lot better job simply because I'm afraid of losing the money because it's mine, whereas these people get paid to take these risks with no risk to them whatsoever. There's a great uh, TV commercial out there where a little kid, young guy's talking to his dad. I don't know, maybe he's 18 years old, just turned 18. He says, yeah, Dad, I got my first job and, you know, got my finances coming in. His dad says, so have you found yourself a financial planner yet? And he goes, no, I haven't done that. And he says, how's yours? And he goes, well, it's pretty good, pretty good. And he says, well, let me ask you a question, Dad. If he loses your money, does he have to give back what you pay him? And the father goes, son, it doesn't work that way. And the son looks at Dad and says, maybe it should. You see guys, that basic premise that you don't have enough time to manage your own health, you don't have enough time to manage your own fitness, you don't have enough time to manage your own money, you don't have enough time to invest in and manage your relationship, and so what happens? You let somebody else do it. And when you let somebody else in your life do stuff for you, they don't have the same same goals that you do. Their goal is to get by for themselves, not to get by for you. It doesn't matter who they are, whether they're a fiduciary or whether they're your spouse, they're thinking what's best for themselves. And so the next major premise I came up with life is, I'm gonna manage my own stuff. I'm gonna own and control my own business. I'm gonna own and control my own health. I went to a doctor. I've told this story before. I went to a doctor um, after cancer. I got diabetes after that, and a bunch of other things went wrong. So I had to go to an endocrinologist. And I went to the same endocrinologist for a couple of years, and he would he would subscribe me this and subscribe me that, and nothing really fixed me. My test results were still poor. And I kept seeing this stuff on TV about, okay, there's this new kind of diabetic medicine, you know, What's it like? What what, what we'll do? And um, I I started me thinking, maybe my doctor's not that smart. And by the way, that doctor left, or I left that doctor because I started thinking, this guy's not that smart. And I went and got another one. And the second doctor did a little bit more, put a little more effort into the approach to what my help was all about, but not enough. And so what ended up happening was, I forced the next lady endocrinologist to give me some different types of medication. And when I got them, everything went perfect. It was the most amazing thing. All of my tests went perfect. But I had to manage the process of going to the doctor. The doctors don't even care enough to keep you healthy unless you care enough to manage them. Right back to the lifestyle limited real estate
1: industry radio show. All right. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days, for a week, a couple of months, a year? We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. 1370.
0: The Lifestyle Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Today we're talking about the basic concept that you can't solve the problem at the same level of thinking as the problem was created at, um, which means that your base theory that you're working from in life is got to be right. You've got to get the basic theory right or all the other technical things, all the other things you do physically. Mentally or socially, to get where you want to go in whatever it is you're trying to accomplish will fail. It just won't work. Now, I'm going to complicate the matter even more because what we're talking about here is that, you know, in your fitness, what are your base ideas? Do they, are they right, are they correct? Uh, In finances, what are your base ideas and theories? Are they right, are they correct? Do they function, are they effective? Uh, In your family, what is your basic beliefs about family and about relationships? Are they effective, do they work, or they do not work from the very beginning? You're either gonna be good at having relationships or you're not. Uh, You can do a thousand other things to try to make a relationship work, but if you don't have the basic foundation of relationships together, then it's not gonna work. Um, You know, you go on, you talk about your health again. I was talking about the doctor that I had to force to change my medication. Now, interestingly enough, um, when all of my uh, tests came back perfect, the doctor lowered the dose of the medication that I had her give me. And I said, why? We're perfect now. She goes, well, I don't want you to become... uh, mm, what would be to where the medication would not be effective anymore. In other words, my body would become accustomed to it, and then we would lose that tool to work with Is what she basically was explaining. And I thought to myself, yeah, okay, I get that, I think. But why? You know, is that really what we want to do? And sure enough, as soon as she cut the dosage back, man, my blood sugar level went back up again. Now, it's not up in the in the dangerous zone, but look, I've got... Problems uh, that comes from di- diabetes uh, called neuropathy, which means you can't feel the bottoms of your feet. Eventually, you know, have to cut your feet off or whatever. And I don't want that to progress. And so I'm going to have to have a heart-to-heart talk with her again. Because what am I saying to you? The base theory in medicine is to treat the symptom and to let the patient die to medicate them for life. I don't want to treat the symptom. I want to fix the problem, right? And if there's something that my body can't do, like produce insulin or this or that, then let's not hold out and hope that my body figures it out. Let's get it fixed, right? So in all of these aspects, We have to start with the basis, the correct basis. My bad assumption was that an endocrinologist knew what the heck they are talking about. And it's funny, when I would ask them questions about things that were slightly off-center from what they just wanted to get in there, give me some medication, get me out of there, they they could talk about the topic. They weren't interested in talking about the topic, but they could converse about the topic. They knew that there were other things that could be done, But the doctors are not paid to heal you because if you were healed, they wouldn't be needed any longer. Does that make sense? And so your financial planner isn't intended to make you rich because if he made you rich, you wouldn't need him anymore. That's the difference, folks. The people that you have out there in your life telling you what to do and how to do it. Do not have your best interest in mind in almost any case you deal with, and that's why you've got to learn to manage yourself. Now, once you start deciding to manage yourself, now you've got another problem, and this is where it gets very complicated, and that is you've got to manage your own personality. Our greatest strength and our greatest weakness is our personality. We are who we are because of what we do, and we do what we do because of what we think and believe and we act the way we act because how we believe we should act. When you change from person to person, their basic belief systems about themselves are completely different. Some people believe being happy and friendly is the way to approach life at all costs. Other people believe that being grumpy and mean and defensive is the way to approach life at all costs. Both of them believe that what they are doing is getting them the best set of results that they can get for themselves. Now, it really gets complicated when you get down to type A, type B personalities. And until you ever can realize whether you're a type A or a type B personality, you're never really going to be able to get a hold of yourself and get yourself to where you need to be in life. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about a type A personality, which is somebody has instantaneous gratification disease compared to a type B personality, uh, somebody that has analysis paralysis disease, and how one of them, starts a thousand projects and finishes none of them and how the other one won't do anything different their whole life just keep doing the same old thing for the rest of their life and how and what does this lead to as far as the results in your life we'll take a short break we'll be right back for the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show talk 1370 The last segment of the Lifestyle Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show today, we're talking about the premise of how you see the problem is the problem, and that the problem cannot be solved at the same level of thinking that the problem was created at, and that if you start with the wrong base idea in life, you're not going to be successful. There's just no way to do it. And I talk about every topic: fitness, finance, family, health, relationships. Doesn't matter what it is, if you're going to be successful in that area of your life you have to have the correct base assumptions now I ended last segment taking it to a new level and that is the understanding that even your personality has something to do with your assumptions in life and your base personality and I break it down into two models type A and type B uh, has a lot to do with where you are in life type A people start a 1,000 projects and finish none of them. They have done almost everything that you can think of. They've tried it all. They're happy when they're doing something new and they get bored with it in almost no time at all. They can't stick to anything. But if you want a burst of energy and you want some real activity to occur in a short period of time, you want a type A for that type of a project. But they have no sustainability. Now, type Bs, on the other hand, are completely different. They have massive sustainability because they don't like to change. And so if you give them a project, they will be analysis paralysis about it. In other words, they don't want to start it until they've analyzed it to death. If you do get them to take action and they master that activity, they will want to continue that activity for the rest of their life and not change it at all. Right? And so... When you talk about type A and type B, uh, and you think about it in all different aspects of life, fitness is the person starts a thousand different diets and finishes, stays on none of them, starts a thousand different workout programs, uh, has 15 or 20 or 50. Uh, Exercise videos that they follow, but they watch, but they never get in shape. Uh, You know, has got every kind of diet. Every person they talk to has a new kind of diet. They take that new kind of diet on and still don't get results because they don't stick to anything. Type Bs, on the other hand, are people go like, well, I don't know if it's even worth it. I don't really want to take action. Now, by the way, type Bs don't like to take action for two reasons. One, taking action means you could be wrong. And type Bs do not like to be wrong. They're pontificators. They love to live in a life of complete, bold, and un, uh, totally substantiated facts. Right? They want it to be so that you can't argue with them. Because they don't want their, their theories questioned at all. Type Bs are never wrong in their own mind. If they go and do something new, they might make a mistake. They might have a failure behind them. And a failure you see, uh, would be something they can never live with. The other reason they don't like new ideas and new things is because it means they have to do something. If you do something and set in motion, in other words, if I go and set up a bunch of rent houses, they pretty much run themselves from that point on. But if I now go, I think I'm gonna sell my houses and go buy some apartment complexes, I've got to go sell my houses. Oh, my God, that's doing something. And then I've got to go find an apartment. I've got to find out what the basic principles are in apartments. How is it different? I need to get reeducated again. And then after I get reeducated, then I've got to go find one of these things. And then I've got to take risk, the risk of doing it wrong the first time, the potential of failure. Oh, my God, I can't stand that. So whatever you put a type B in, he'll stick in and become good at, but they don't want to grow anymore. That's why they may become financially successful, but they're never the people at the top owning multi-mega million dollar companies. It takes a type A or B. Now, I found in my life that some things, I'm all A. Not touching it. I go with it. I get tired of it and I'm gone. Other things in my life, I'm not. I'm B. Uh, i believe fitness and done fitness pretty much the same way for 60 years of my life. Same thing with diet. Ever since I was 14 years old, I've been eating the same diet for, since I was 14 years old. Uh, it works. Why change it? Well, there's these new scientific theories. I don't care what new scientific theories you have. If I can eat the way I ate that made me 4% body fat and won me all these 50 trophies in the other room, What do I care about new science? Now, the truth of the matter is, there's probably better science out there. There probably is. And the results that I'm able to get today with better science would be better than the results I could get when I was was 20 years of age. But type B doesn't want to go and learn a whole bunch of new stuff and do a whole bunch of stuff. So you just stay where you are. So what I'm saying here is, to end this show, you need to get with someone and help them, and you help them, they help you figure out what your personality is, and then go find somebody to balance you out in your life so that you can get through life successfully. Stop being a knee-jerk type A. Stop being a lazy, do-nothing type B. Go get with someone in your life that can help you get through whatever your limitation is, and then go find the correct base ideas. If you do that, you're going to have a lot more success. Remember, we're not doing it for the money. We're doing it for the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow.